Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Weekend of show. I'm your host Ali, and we have returning guests Sai and Carl. How are we, gentlemen? Not too bad, thanks. Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, very, very well, mate. Just uh, getting over this wee man flu, so we're getting there. Um, no Dave for the 635th week in a row. <laughs> uh, parenthood is well and truly murdered. Um, he has actually checked in tonight, so anybody concerned, he he is alive. Um, either that somebody stole his phone and replying for him um, <laughs> one of the kids <laughs> <laughs> they've taken over the house they've been demented uh, right boys um, as in the last time that I took over we'll have a bit of fun first um, well I call it fun, you might not uh, and we're going to talk about the 21-22 season so last season um, we've got three rounds of questions for you again a little list Uh I'll just go one each for the list till we either get them all and it's a draw or somebody gets one wrong and the other person then names a correct one. All right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Carl, you won the last one, I believe you said. I did. Right. So you can go first. Uh, The first list we want is there was 10 managers sacked in the 21-22 season. Name me the 10. Oh, don't name me 10. Name me one of the 10. (laughs) Rafa Benitez. Correct. Imagine getting that one. Right, Sai. <laughs> uh, Dean Smith. Fucking hell. Well done, boys, eh? I forgot you said that <laughs> last season. Uh, right, Carl. Uh, uh, Solskjaer. Correct. Sai. Oh, Christ. That was my one. Hang on. Give me a second. Uh, Oh, Steve Bruce. Yes, I think I'm going to have to get like a countdown clock here. (laughs) Uh, Right, that's four. Uh, Carl, can you give me the fifth? Oh, um, Ranieri. Ranieri was indeed. Number six, I. I completely forgot about him. (laughs) Come back. Um, uh, Nuno. Yes, I was like, you know who you're about, but yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Six, number seven, go. Fucking hell. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Yes. That's, I was just thinking that might be the one that might stop you. Uh, number eight, then, Si. Oh, Jesus. Um... Only three left. Oh, Okay, I think the first Watford manager was it Cisco? 
Zisco Manus, yes. Two to go then. Can you just ruin this round for me and get a point each? Carl. <sighs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Did Bielsa get sacked? Oh no, that was this season. No, Bielsa. Bielsa? Is that your answer? Yeah, Bielsa. Bielsa got sacked. Yes! Bastards. And Sai, to, to, to get a point or to, to hand over to Carl? Oh, Christ. Oh, Sean Deutsch? Yes! Well done, <laughs> yes! <laughs> Absolutely ruined my plans. So, uh, well done, Sai. Thank you, and you. Ranieri, I've completely forgotten that he couldn't back. I can't believe back. he's both left Bielsa and Dyke to the last two. <laughs> I think I was, I was going to a further afield. I think we both were, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I can't believe you got... I never would have got Cisco, so well done, mate. Thank you. <laughs> right, so, boys, the next one is the Premier League's 25 top goal scorers last season. 20... What? <coughs> the top 25. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's the BBC's fault for the numbers, but at least it gives us a odd number. So, Carl, you went first to the last one. Sai. Uh, some. Correct. And at number two with 21 goals. Uh, Hurricane. Hurricane. And at number four with only 16 goals. <coughs> um, Salah. Top goal scorer with 22 goals. Uh, Cristiano. And at number three with 18 goals. Um, De, De Bruyne. And at number five with 15 goals? Uh, Sadio Mane. And at number seven with 15 goals? I assume it's down to assists or something that the numbers are... Yeah, it will be, won't it? Uh, oh, fucking hell. This should be a lot easier than I'm making it out to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, currently, you have given me six of the top seven. Uh, okay. Um, oh my word! Bruno, Bruno Fernandez. Bruno Fernandez, and at number twenty with ten goals. Uh, Jamie Vardy. Yes, and at number eight with fourteen goals. Um. Jesus. I was having a complete mind blank. Saka. Saka, and at number 14 with 11. Um, Sorry, Ollie Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> and at number 17 with 11 goals. Wow, I thought he was higher than that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Callum Wilson. No. Shite. No. So, Carol, to, to win the second round and go 2 1 ahead. Oh, uh, Jota. And at number six with 15 goals. Was, was, would Luis Diaz have been in now? Did he not get enough? 
Uh, I don't think you'd have got enough. No, I will run down the, the ones that you missed. Uh, Sterling in ninth. Zaha, 10. Jared Bowen in 11. Tony in 12. Mason Mount. Uh, then Saka that you got. Riyad Mahrez. Timo Pukki. Uh, no, I forgot about him. Watkins that you got. Madison, Emmanuel Dennis, Bruno Fernandes, which you, you got, Sai, uh, Rafinha, Smith Rowe, Richarlison, Mikel Rio, and Phil Foden. Richarlison? Fucking hell, he only got about two. <laughs> Ten league goals, he said. And he, he was, oh, yeah, he did, yeah, sorry. Okay, yeah, so. I won't right. anyway. So, last one. Uh, two one. Sai, you need to win this. Um, <laughs> And there's only six. Uh, I, again, I'll read. I'll read a quote out to you, and you need to tell me who said it. Jesus. Okay. Okay. So you are winning, uh, Carol. So I yep. will allow you to choose if you want to go first or second in this one. I'll go first. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So he is potentially the club's greatest signing ever. It is going to be unbelievable when he steps on the pitch. Who said that? Fucking hell. Pep Guardiola. Mm. It's wrong. I'm going to pass over to Simon for a wee bonus point. I mean, that, it, I can see why you went with that because it does sound like something he'd say. Um, <laughs> I'll go... Shalshar. Now... When I read this out to you, you're going to realise why it makes perfect sense and why you are so far off. Brentford boss, Thomas Frank. Oh, Christian Eriksen. And the returning Christian Eriksen. You can see why he's made uh, such a... Yes. 100%. Right, Si. Uh, Win it. Let's go for, I don't care what he drives, what clothes he wears, as long as he respects the club and his teammates. Who said that? Oh, God, I feel like I could know this one. Uh, um, care what he drives, what he wears. It's got to be about someone. Is that, is that Pep? It's not. Pass over to you, Carl, to go take a 3-1 lead. Fucking hell. Um... Oh! Frank Lampard. It is indeed. Oh. Deli Ali. Deli Ali. Of course, of course. Right, Carl, to take a very commanding lead and almost impossible for Sai to claw back. Let's go for, they've just gone for it. They've rallied around each other and I think trying to prove a few people wrong. They've just gone for it. And they're trying to... They've rallied around each other and I think they're trying to get a few people wrong. Who said that? Oh, that sounds like a pundit. Paul Mason. And I'll pass over to you, Si. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it could be fucking anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesse Marsh. Mm. Mike Jackson after his first game as Burnley interim boss oh please come on <laughs> uh, right Sai back to yourself you really need this one uh, 
It was an exceptional game of football. Two heavyweights chomping at each other. It's crazy. The intensity is a completely different level. Klopp. It was indeed after Liverpool. I was going to say, I was thinking Klopp. Yeah, it was Klopp or Pep, that one. I thought that was, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was one of the easier ones. Uh, right, so that's 3-2, Carl. Carl, to, to win it, Carl, to go 4-2 ahead. He is a great fit for what we are trying to build here. Who said that? Steven Gerrard. I can see why you said that, but <laughs> Sai, can you can you tie it up? <laughs> uh, Brendan Rogers. Again, I can see. <laughs> um, it is Newcastle corner Amanda Staveley after they appointed Eddie Howe. Yeah, yeah, I, okay. I thought that was kind of a, a, a gimme because of the try to build for us what we're trying to build. But it's right. exactly something that Gerard or Rogers would say, though. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right to tie it up, and I have no tiebreaker questions. We'll be calling it a draw if you get this, Carl. SI. I'm never going to say I feel safe. I'm the manager. I'll take the flak. Ah. Uh-huh. That that does sound like Stevie G, but I'm not convinced <laughs> he would have said it last season. Um, Shawshaw? Boom! Well done. Get in! <coughs> I thought was, that was Brendan Rodgers, to be honest. Shawshaw, and he was sacked the next day. <laughs> <laughs> How very appropriate. Right, boys, very well done. A wee, a wee free free draw. Um, another bit of fun. I really enjoyed doing these. Yeah, that was better than previous ones from me. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to go back to proper quizzes next just to, to throw the spanner <laughs> in the works. Um, right, let's um, not drive Ross any more mad and, and talk about football, which is why we're meant to be here. Um, so, unlike actual football, uh, Burnmouth won, Liverpool nil. Um, the second game in a row that I've watched in over a year and a half. And it's went from maybe one of the best displays I've seen to the <laughs> absolute worst display of football I have ever seen by my football club in its history. Um, absolute pathetic. Uh, I'm not even going to discuss it. I, I have no wish to entertain. They, they don't want to entertain me. I'm not going to talk about them. So, so uh, Carl, actually, you'll, you'll love this more than anybody. You're very wrong because I want you to win. Well, this is actually, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, um, I think the club are deliberately trying to get everyone relegated. Oh, yeah, a deliberate ploy, that's what it was. Yeah, um, I actually watched... I, I missed Bournemouth's goal. I was on the train going to the match. I, I got the I got the pub just as... Um, just after Bournemouth scored. Dire game of football. Van Dijk missed the sitter. Van Dijk got ruined for the first goal. Van Dyke's crap. Van Dyke's finished, and Liverpool is shit. End. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do us a favour, and I can't even gloat when Salah misses a that, that penalty was absolutely shambolic. By the way. Uh, yeah, it's been coming though because his penalties are terrible. Is he's absolutely toyed it? Yeah. It, I, I I agree with ninety percent everything you said there, right? I, I disagree that Van Dyke's finished. Van Dyke's biggest issue is he's got an ego problem. Yeah, he has. And he's 
there's been a few uh, Liverpool fans that have basically said he needs dropping for that alone. Um, well, it, it doesn't help that he's we've had two, three years of every fucking pundit on television trying to convince you that he's the greatest defender to have ever played the game of football. But the you fact know, you're going to have an ego problem where people are talking absolute shit like that nonstop. I get that's that. And he, that's correct. It still means you've got to keep playing. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I mean, Bournemouth weren't, weren't bad. They no, weren't great. No, no. They weren't great, though. No, they weren't. But, like, they didn't have to be. No, I thought but, that as well. Do you know what? I, I heard something uh, uh, before the game which really surprised me. That Bournemouth's home, at, at home, I think they've only conceded like some like 15 or 16 goals at home this season, which is the same as Arsenal. Like, it's, it's the away form where they've got absolutely punts. Yeah. But at home, they've actually been like fairly okay for a team at that standards this yeah. season, which I, I was shocked at. They didn't have to defend well, though. They, they had no... They, our attack was so... I said we like, I wasn't going to talk about this, but... The, like, the attack was so isolated. Um, the only player that looked lively got taken off, like, early. Like, how Salah even played the full game, I have no idea. He was a disgrace. Um, but Nunes comes off after, like, 60 minutes, yet he's the only one trying. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was myself. I mean, Karate had a bad game, but he's he's the only that are really in form. Um, our midfields, you, you know my thought on the midfield. Um, Batejic, I can't, can't even pronounce it, but he um, he's got a bright future, but he can't play every game in every scenario. You almost need to pick and choose the games you play in. Which, I, I know I'm harping on to anybody listening, but. We're bringing on Henderson and Milner to change games in 2023. Still, like, yeah. Tell me yeah. how that, like, fair enough if you're, I can't believe I'm saying fair enough if you start them, but how, how are you expecting James Milner and Jordan Henderson to change Yeah. That I mean, tempo? It, to, to, to bring them on when you're chasing a game is, is, is not <laughs> ideal. If, if you're winning a game, you know, fair enough, you can bring them on to close it out because, you know, they can. They can at least do that, but they're not going to... You're having to try and break through yeah. a defence that is, you know, well-organised and stubborn. James Milner and Jordan Henderson, no, they're, they're not the answer for that particular problem, are they? They're never I, going to be. I, they never I, have been. I personally believe that Liverpool do not improve and get back to anywhere near until until Klopp goes, because the attitude starts with him um, in the squad, top to bottom. Well, that's, do you know what? This sounds really petty, right? We we won 7-0 last week against United, right? And we had young that young Fabio Carvalho, you know, the boy we signed from Fulham. Fulham, yeah. Didn't, couldn't bring him on. Couldn't bring him on and give him 20 minutes, right? We'd rather bring on a Bobby or players like that, right? We're winning 7-0. We won 7-0. We brought on Carvalho yesterday to try and change a game. How's he going to do that with no confidence and no playing time from the week before? You know, you're playing a game where you're smashing your opposition, your biggest rivals. Yeah. Let them have some fun. I, 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 some you know what? I totally agree with that. But I, they want me to change a game the next week. You, you can't, you can't expect them to just go. Oh yeah, I'm up for this. When you, or you want me now, sort of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you a young guy. I don't know how old he is. Maybe 19, 18, 19, something like that. Yeah. Um, 20, Twenty years. He he could have got a goal last weekend or an assist, and that would have meant everything. Yeah. Yeah, I to- to- totally agree with you there. Just, uh, honestly, just 
Klopp pisses me off more than I think he pisses off opposition fans just now. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a doubtful. <laughs> I don't know, like, honestly, it's, it's worse when it becomes personal. Um, but no, fair, as I say, you both were right. Like, Bournemouth weren't bad. They, they weren't good. They didn't have to be. So whether or not they could have been better, who knows? They did what they need to do, and it's a massive three points. Um, we'll discuss the table properly after the next game, because obviously, Carl, the next up on the list is yourselves against Brentford, where you just picked up a massive three points after this result as well. You, you must have been nervous as hell going into this game. Yeah, um, obviously they hadn't been beat for 12 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming to Goodison Park, you'd think, we know what's coming here. Oh, first first half, we were we were at it. We, we really were. Brentford were awful first half. Absolutely dreadful they were. Worst I've seen them play all season. Uh, they were dreadful. Oh, take nothing away from us. Uh, we scored. Uh, barely in my season, we scored. Um, <laughs> great finish. Good, good move. Pass a move. <laughs> it's easy as that, really. Um, Alnana should have scored when he blasted over. Um, probably should have done a lot better. Um, the handball. I'm not going to get into an argument with this, but I think it. I think it's pretty harsh, personally. Um, but he, the one thing I will say about Dyche, and I do like the fella, obviously. Um, I don't know what he says to him at half time though. Because we literally, it was literally the same game against Forest. We we steamroll this first half, and then second half, I don't know what he says to him. He should just go, go again, same again. I don't know if he says, let them come at you, let them do this. Because he did, and he, he kept on coming at us. And yeah, we had yeah. no clue how to deal with it. Every time they got a corner, it was like, Pickford missed the ball, then someone else missed the ball. And then it was like, what has he told them to do at half time? It was... We we were fully fully in control. That that second after that, that second forty five minutes aged me about ten years. <laughs> and it was just he takes his time making changes, but I do understand why he takes his time making changes because with all due respect, he looks at the bench and he's probably thinking, "Who the friggin' hell am I putting on here?" Um, this incessant thing about putting Tom Davis on is really starting to bug me because he is. My my mate who I sit next to made a valid point. He's played over a hundred and thirty-ish Premier League games, and I still don't know what he does. <laughs> I mean, that that comment just says everything. He is not a football player. Um, maybe his hand obviously his hands are tied because we haven't our squad is quite thin and a thin, well thin with talent at the very least. Um, but. I, I can't moan. We, we we played really well. Ghana Gay had a, a great game. Seamus again, great game. Um, Dwight McNeil is a completely different player. Uh, it must be Dice must be his dad or something. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he seems to be getting the best out of Dwight McNeil. And to be honest, I'm all for it. But I, I think looking at our fixtures coming up and looking at the table. It was a good job we won that. But I'm I'm not getting carried away. I'm not at all. I know we're 15th, but we're going to come onto the table. It's so tight. It is, like, ridiculously tight down there. But I'm just glad we got the three points. And 
at home, barring that Villa monstrosity, <laughs> um, we've been good. And to be fair, we weren't terrible against Villa. We got just got sucker punched twice, didn't we? Really, um, <laughs> some bad defending and what, what, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Michael Keane actually had a good game as well, which is oh, mind blowing again. But yeah, step in the right direction again with another with a win and. Any other at the flash, if I th- I genuinely believe if Lampard would have been in charge that game, we we would have been beat two three nil there. So Def- definitely, um, <laughs> I think um, I think Dice has got especially a ho- well definitely a home. He's definitely got his goal at home. So long may it continue, but our next three games are tough to say the least. Yeah, I think fixtures fixtures coming will be an interesting one, as I say. We'll, we'll do the table at the end once we've discussed all the teams, because Simon mentioned in the, the group chat, obviously, about how many teams are actually in trouble here. So, yeah, Si, I mean, massive win. What's, what was your thoughts on the, the performance? <coughs> yeah, huge win. I mean, I sort of, what Carl was saying, you know, Brentford's that unbeaten in 12. So, yeah. you kind of, you look at this and say, this is going to be a really tough, tough day for Everton. And obviously, the early goal certainly settles things down. And then, yeah, I mean, huge, huge win. Brentford will, you know, be disappointed, obviously, because they've got uh, ambitions of, of trying to finish in the European spot this season. But from Everton, Everton's point of view, with some of the other results this weekend, it, it was a massive, massive three points. And like you say, with the fixtures coming up, having lost to us and Drew with Forrest, you absolutely had to win that game yesterday. So, fair play. And, and with Sean Deitch in charge, okay, it may not always be pretty, but you've you've got a hell of a chance with that manager because you'll, results like this uh, and the, the win against Arsenal at home, the win at Leeds at home, that's... So three, four home games you've had, you've won three and lost the one. That's you need to, to sort of get that uh, Goodison Park back to yeah, being a yeah. tough place. It, you know, it, it traditionally always has been a you know a nasty place to go for teams. So, and that's the right manager to do that. Yeah, agreed there. Agreed. Hundred percent. There's no better manager I ever could have in right now. Oh, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I, oh, no, I, I really do. But like, for, as you said, like for any, like to scrape a one 0 win, even the as you said, you mentioned like what did he say at half time? There's a good chance he probably didn't say anything. There's a good chance the players were just getting nervy. Um, they found it really comfortable the first half, <coughs> and then Brentford might just tweak one little bit and then just like almost like a PTSD type. You know, yeah. The other results going against or, you know, not wanting to lose. And I mean, the players would have known the Bournemouth score as well. Yeah, you know, so. I think that, that 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 might have been the best thing that could have happened, to be honest. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, definitely. Why you started so quick, anyway? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, we could have done with like someone getting a Tonkin like, but <laughs> you can't have it all, can you? Um, right, next up, Osman's leads two and the. Podcast adopted team Brighton too. Um, Jack Harrison and Bamford scoring for Leeds. Um, I didn't realise it was 2010 all over again. Um, <laughs> but I just love Brighton. Um, the only thing to note for me on this, uh, I want you to discuss is how does Harrison actually score this own goal? Oh, it's <laughs> unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, I, I don't know. Uh... 
I, I, after the when Liverpool beat Leicester around Christmas and that face scores two ridiculous oh, yeah, goals, yeah, 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 yeah. I kind of thought like, oh, okay, that well, that we, we've got our uh, funniest goal of the season, but yeah. I, I, I think we've got a contender from Harrison. What the fucking hell was he trying to do with that? I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think is he trying to block it? I honestly don't he's not know. Done a very good job. I, I get that, but is he trying to block it? I, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, or sure. is he just went, this is going top in. I'm not asking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you kind of, I, I think surely he he had to have been trying to, to just volley it away and just completely cocks it up. But then it got. And what I loved then is he, he sort of like turned round with his arms out, all incredulous, like. What's happened here? Like, what's <laughs> happened, mate? You just launched it into the back of the net. What, what, I love, what I love about what I love about players when they score on goals is the sheer, like the the colour just drains from the faces, <laughs> doesn't it? And they just look around and like to scream at someone, and they just really can't. It's brilliant, and that's exactly what Jack Harrison's on. He went, he said, "Man, uh, yeah, it was me, shit." <laughs> I mean, to, to be fair, at least he atoned for his error with a, with you know, in all fairness, a, a brilliant strike of the ball. Yeah, it was, yeah. And I was, I was going to say that because I, I've always banged the Jack Harrison drum. I think he's a good player. To be fair, he had a really good season the first year when he came when they came back, and then last year, like to be fair, everyone in that league series, <laughs> they they struggled, didn't they? So, yeah. No, I, I think I think there's a real real talented player. <laughs> Yeah, there is. But, again, another result that never helped us. And, it, um, yeah, but it doesn't help Leeds, though. Like, no. I mean, Leeds have, let's be honest, there's no, make no bones around it. They've been poor this season. They've won the least amount of games of any other team in the league this season. Well, Even Southampton have won more, Bournemouth have won more than them. So I did they, not know that. I yeah, did not know that. Yeah, they've only won five games this season. Leeds, uh, Bournemouth and Southampton... And a few others. Yeah, yourself, Forest, West Ham have got six, and Palace have got six each. So, I mean, it's um, yeah, it's it's one of those that it's to come back twice. You go fair enough, you know. There's a bit of character they've shown there, but I I don't think it's a good result for Leeds. I really don't. Your home game, Brighton are a good team. Right, no, no, they are. Yeah, yeah, Brighton are a good team, but it comes to the point where. It doesn't matter how good the opposition are. You've got to try and win your home games because away from home leads are yeah. dire. Yeah, they're not going to pick up yeah. stuff away from home. Uh, yeah. Right, we'll move on to a team who's pretty much dire away, home and away from home, which is delightful. <laughs> Leicester won Chelsea three. Uh, I mean, we could always talk about Leicester being terrible. Um, we know how their manager is goddamn awful. Um, but are Chelsea slowly turning a corner here? I've had a few, a few good results now, but you know, two or three good results. Um, I mean, it's probably a bit too soon to, to definitely say that, but to be fair, like they, there was a lot of good players in that squad. Uh, well, on paper, certainly they're, they're supposed to be good players, and part of a good manager. So you, you'd think that they, uh, you know, eventually it was going to turn around. And to be fair, if you could cherry pick an opposition to pick at the moment, yeah. you wouldn't mind the game against Leicester, would you? I mean, oh, I would. I don't. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, last uh, I mean, there's just so many things going wrong there, really. But for, for Chelsea, you know, fair play to them. They 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 managed to pull two points clear of uh, the mighty Aston Villa, so they must be doing something <laughs> right. <laughs> I th- I think with Chelsea, I mean, what's the games he's won? Leeds, Dortmund, and Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't, t- they haven't turned no corner yet, mate. Um, I think that uh, Dortmund aren't crap, but they're not great. Um, and I thought Chelsea struggled against Leeds uh, when they won. And I thought for, for large periods of this game, it sounds like they were struggling again. Um, Kai Havertz's goal was Touch of class, by the way. Ah, oh, it's a lovely goal that was, not it? Great ball from Fernandez. Yeah, and as much as I'm not a massive Kai Havertz fan, but I don't dislike him. Obviously, I dislike him because of what the shirt he wears. But he's, know, he's, he's not a bad player. I know, I know what you mean in that. Like, you're not a massive fan, but you don't dislike him because you kind of. I still you feel I don't, sorry for him, don't you? Yeah, because I don't, I don't really know what he where, is. Yeah, that's I don't know where he's meant to be playing, what his best position is, and he kind of, it seems like he's always just been shoved up front, and he kind of like, he he's clearly not a, a proper, you know, he's not a orthodox. No, but but he he just seems like happy to, to give it a go and do it, and he's like sometimes with you know he's gone on the weekend, it will come off. Like he always, I think he always really does try his hardest. I don't think he's someone who who hides away from games, but. Yeah, I, I know. I know exactly what you mean when you when you describe him like that. Uh, but like it, like you said there, Sai, and we all know Chelsea have got good play- again on paper. Looking at them, they've got good players, but they are very much gettable. I'm only talking this up because we've got them on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got them on Saturday at Stamford Bridge, who we have net we haven't beat them at Stamford Bridge. Since 1994. Yeah. yeah. That's got to change sometime. <laughs> well, me mate said something similar. Uh, I mean, that's the most positive spin I can pull in it for you. <laughs> to, that, that, that's like, that, that, that's ridiculous. It's 29 <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if this was a few weeks ago, I'd be thinking, we can go there and win. Now I'm like, Maybe we will. <laughs> but like you say, though, they kind of, they've, it's not like they've been outstanding in these last three wins or stuff, but they, confidence, it, yeah, confidence and momentum, you know, they're starting to build like a little run together and then that, yeah, breeds the confidence of the, the football can get better. But I mean, I've, I think, you know, yourselves will go into the game, obviously now positive with the result you know, on the weekend and, you know, and beating in just two because you got the, the point at Forest the week before, so it'll be a tough game, definitely. But it's like you say, Chelsea are gettable, and you get the feeling that for the sort of talents that some of their players have, you kind of think like a Sean Dyche team going there to rough them up a bit and get stuck in. I don't know if they'll necessarily like that, and I think that that's probably the best bet. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because let's face it, Chelsea, they're a, bu- they're a bunch of dancers, aren't they, to be fair? They're not going to walk in and get stuck in. Well, yeah. Thiago Silva might, but he has, he, he's got half a leg at the minute, so that's fine. <laughs> so, and that, that is, 
still a massive plus for anyone playing Chelsea. Thiago, a 38-year-old Thiago Silva's injured, so forgettable. Yeah. That, that's how pathetic Chelsea have became. So that's all disrespect to Thiago Silva, obviously. I love him, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. We'll go to London for the next game, boys. Uh, well, yeah, London technically. Uh, Spurs three, Nottingham Forest one. Um, Harry came with a couple on Sun getting back in the goals. I feel like it's been a while since we saw those both score together. Yeah. Um, did you see Richardson's offside goal? Yeah. No, because that it's... is bleeding pathetic. Yeah, it was that. Yeah, I mean, it was a really lovely strike as well. So it was, you can't oh, catch a break, the Paul. Like, I, I really did feel sorry for him with that. I mean, you know why? One I of those <laughs> and that's one of the yeah. But I mean, it, it, it just is what it is at the moment, isn't it? But yeah, I was, this is a this is a win, isn't it? yeah, very definition of a, a routine home victory, wasn't it? Forest are poor away from home. Their away form is, is really, really bad. Now, I just want to make a quick comment on Forrest. Obviously, I know we drew with them last week. I think they're god-awful. They were, they were there for the taking when we played them. And obviously, I know we didn't. We didn't take it, but they're right back in that mix. Right back in that mix. Um, but the home form will help them because they, they are pretty good at home. But I, th- I think... They'll start. They'll have to start looking over the shoulder soon. We're only one point behind them now, mm-hmm. and, and everyone was saying how safety were the other week. So, no, I think I think they're definitely in trouble. I think as we'll come on to when we discuss the table, I think there's a there's a good view, especially when you're looking at fixtures. At this, at, I mean, the thing with this year is every fixture seems to count for something as well. Uh, yeah, it's. You know, I mean, it's good for the neutral. I mean. I, I said, I've said this for the past couple of years on this podcast. This Premier League is fucking shite. Uh, it's well, the Premier League. I, I've always said it, it's nowhere near the best league in the world. It's maybe the most um, entertaining. Uh, yeah, even entertainment's kind of a shocking standard. But there's always something happening. You know, it's like at least it's, like in the mid-table teams, there's always like there's always a meaning. Almost. Yeah. I I, I do agree with that, but I don't. I don't even know what the best league is. Maybe they don't all just crap. <laughs> you, know you can make an argument for all of them being crap. The Scottish league. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, I'm all. In, I mean, I'm not all in at the minute, like. But you know, I don't mind the Scottish league. If you want to Celtic are playing this year, there's no many better entertaining teams. Yeah, shut up. Hey, right. A game I don't even want to discuss because it was absolutely pointless. Um, Man City won. Palace nil. Man City literally just won. That's Palace over yeah. City actually offered nothing, and it was a one 0 win. Fair to say, boys. That was. I'll just add. I'll just add to what you just said. Honest to God, I was falling asleep watching this game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, as we were uh, talking about in the WhatsApp group, three games in a row, Crystal Palace haven't had a shot on target. Yeah. That's fucking did, worrying. Did you watch? Did you watch the game, Sai, or did Adi watch it? I did, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, did you read the? Was it Gary Neville on commentary? It was like he was trying to get them to have a shot on target, like <laughs> yeah. he scored the goal. I was like, Gary, shut up, you sound embarrassing. <laughs> and I think um, Zaha cut in and it's a shot and it deflected out. He was hard. I thought he was going to get a shot on target then. <laughs> yeah. like, fuck it, I won't score. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, but... it was a terrible game of football. 
And you were, yeah, and kind of like, as I was, you know, the discussion we're having the WhatsApp group, you know, I was, I was watching it and I kind of, I just found myself thinking about Zaha Rezan and Isaac and like just wondering, we always hear how good they are, but Palace are dread, like, are, are they, are, Zaha, as, as I said, it's probably unfair to, to lump him into it because I, I think he has shown over a number of years that he's a very talented player. And Rezan and Isaac have clearly got ability. But are they just match of the day players that you right. only notice them because you, you you remember the odd snippet and then in your mind you just think oh they must do that every week. I think I think they have got like you said they have got talent, but I don't think whatever Paddy whatever Paddy Vieira is trying to do it's not working. Therefore, making them look even worse. Yeah. Plus, like. I may also correct absolutely stumbled on the WhatsApp the other day but it, it did show how naive yeah I said that right Dave naive um, naive at least it was because oh, that, yeah. that penalty was it it it's just not needed for them to do That's that such stupid stupid absolutely Gundogan has actually moved the ball away like passed it, was, it on and he just went straight through. That was it was like, but it was like a good sort of what you know two seconds after the ball had gone. Yeah, just, exactly. Just, was, just stop running, Michael. Just yeah, stop. Just stop. <laughs> yeah, just just stop where you're at. But I, I I do agree with you. That maybe they're all just highlight reels. Um, it's like like the the centre half, Gui Gui is it or whoever it is. Yeah, yeah. The the, the noise has just stopped on him now as well. Yeah, well, I mean, I, yeah, him and is it Tyreek Mitchell, the left back, when they were yeah, like, getting just up in the England him squad. As well. so I, was, I, I mean, I found that odd at the time, because <laughs> they'd had, what, maybe two or three good games under Vieira at the start of last season. Okay. Well, I, yeah. I don't think they were relatively good last year either. They just no. done what they needed to do, but I think it's just gradually got worse this year. They haven't won a game since New Year's Eve. Yeah. It, it's the middle of March. This is it. I mean, we like you said, I agree. Last year, you know, they, they they probably weren't much better, but they're just they're just kind of always thereabouts in mid table. And on the face of it, you know, they're still thereabouts in mid table. When you actually look at it, yeah, they are. They're, they're in fucking trouble. They've, they've been on twenty seven points for forever, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you win Liverpool though? You fucking shower. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because that's been hard to do this season, isn't it? Yeah, even we <laughs> do with them. <laughs> I know. Uh, right, anyway, I said I don't want to discuss that game. No, moving on. <laughs> um, a game I don't want to discuss for a completely different reason, just because I don't want to give them any props. Uh, but unfortunately, we'll have to. Um, Arsenal 3, Fulham 0. Um, I really want them to lose soon. Um, I'm I just, don't think it's happening, mate. I really don't. Yeah, it's... <sighs> I'm just hoping this is Man City's time to shine. They'll just keep picking up those wins. Um, <laughs> I think we have Arsenal pretty soon. You do. You do. Uh, not that. At Anfield, Anfield as well. Um, but, I don't know. I just, I hope the softness of um, Arsenal can come out in that game and <laughs> the, the, the Man United Salah can turn up. The thing, the thing that we were discussing this in work today and there's three games that Arsenal You've got City at the Etihad, um, Liverpool at Anfield, and I can't for the life of me remember the other one. Anyway, there's three games that realistically they could lose all three. Mm-hmm. 
I think I think Liverpool will beat them at Anfield personally. Yeah. They never, they ne- and I was just saying that by the way. <laughs> they never, ever, ever do well at Anfield, and they not only get beat, they normally get smacked off as well. Um, I'm I'm half hoping you do. To be honest, yeah. right, I I do not want Michal Arteta to lift that trophy. Uh, same, same, right? There's a four-game period for me where Arsenal could could struggle, right? So they've obviously they've got Liverpool in three games time, which is fine, and then they've got West Ham and Southampton, fairly winnable games for them, right? But then they go they go to City, they're at home to Chelsea. And then they go to Newcastle. Back That's to back. it. Sorry, the Newcastle game it was. Sorry, uh, yeah. And even 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 Chelsea as well, just because it's a London derby and a night. Yeah. Game, you know they could not be get beat, but they could you could easily see Chelsea taking a point there. Yeah. Yeah. So, or is this and, the Arsenal of old, or is this Arsenal? It's true. But then after the Newcastle game, they've got Brighton as well. Mm. They're hard. You've just they're hard that's, games. Right? That's what I mean. Like, yeah. So that's the four games that'll for me you'll determine Arsenal season. But but if you look if you look at another way, West Ham and Southampton are going to be fighting for the lives. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look. Yeah, Southampton. It's all right when you're fighting for your lives, but if you've got no talent or ability in your team, well, this is a doesn't make a difference. And both those teams haven't shown. Anything. Not, but. But, you know, Bournemouth, no one would have said that they'd have beaten, I mean, you might have, but most people wouldn't have, <laughs> would, most people wouldn't have picked them to, to, beat, uh, to beat Liverpool on the weekend. And they were two seconds away from going and getting a result at Arsenal yeah. last weekend. So when, admittedly, yeah, if you've not got the talent, it certainly makes it a lot harder. But when you're down at the bottom, strange results happen. Everton beat Arsenal at home. Like I mean, Everton are better than Southampton and Bournemouth, I think. But you know, no one would have, no one would have predicted that. You, the, you can drop points. And my, my still thing with Arsenal still at the moment is I know that obviously the against us and Bournemouth, you last minute winners. And that's all that's great, great. And, that, and that's brilliant and, and everything. But that. That gets hard if you're having to week in week out rely on you know comebacks and getting late late goals. That's tough to maintain for long periods of time. Yeah. They, they yeah. I know against Fulham, obviously I mean Fulham were poor yesterday, especially in that first half. But Arsenal have conceded a lot of goals recently, and that 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 is where I think they could come unstuck as when once you get into the running. Yeah, I d- yeah, I couldn't have put it better myself. You, you, you can't go. Toe to toe, ninety minutes every single time. You can't. Liverpool tried to do this a few years ago, and you can't do it. You 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 will run out of steam. It there's only so many times like Trossard or um, Saka or Martinelli will get you out of this mess. It, it'll just come to a point where you know what, boss, I'm absolutely done here. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? That that's 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 the only thing that I can see. That, that if if I if I'm seeing them derail and and City come and take it, City they're not they're still not firing on all cylinders, but they look like they're sort of getting into that you know mm. that sort of yeah Terminator mode where they just well, just focus and they just get wins after win after win. They look like they're getting into that yeah, for me. I mean, you could honestly see Man City winning every game between now and the end of the season one 0 Yeah, yeah, and, and that's what they do, but that's what they do because they yeah. City are always better chasing, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. If, if City, I, I think they were. Who did? 
was it that season when they were like 10 points behind top and then they won the league by like 18 points or something ridiculous like that? This is what they do. The two seasons that Liverpool have took them to a point, like only City have had more points in the second half of the season. You know, like they're winning 18 games in a row to hold on to the league. It's just Mm. madness, isn't it? You know, like the second half of the season as well is when they, because let's be honest, we knocked out the Champions League soon. So they have one less competition to focus on. Like they only get, yeah, they only get to the semi-final. Do you know what I mean? Like that's their, that's their, that's their peak. So they'll be out by the middle of what April. (laughs) I don't know. You know. (laughs) I, I was, I was, um, I was saying this again. I think the Champions League this year has been the teams in a poor. Personally, I think City could go far if they could be asked. And they're not going to win it in the last three years with the teams in it and the standards. They're never going to win it because (laughs) because yeah. I mean, on on paper they you know they they they've got the my players are more than capable to win it. But they'll get to a position where it's impossible for them to go out or not win it, and then all of a sudden. Pep will do something fucking insane, like put Haaland at right back or something. Yeah, they'll drop Haaland because he's he's got a game on uh, Saturday in the league. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I do agree. They probably won't with the Champions League, but uh, I don't know. But uh, going back to Arsenal, Sport and Lisbon give them a game the other day. Yeah, what well, I mean, a, a number of teams have recently. <laughs> you know, they've they've not been. I know they they, they obviously picked up wins. Uh, you know, they've been picking up wins, but against against us and Bournemouth, they they were fortunate to come away from those two games with six points. I thought Villa play, I thought Villa were much better than Arsenal when they beat them. To be honest, I thought we were, and I thought Bournemouth played well when they played them the other week as well. But but to be fair, the game yesterday, I mean, Arsenal controlled that from start to finish. Fully, yeah, Fulham have been really bad. Fulham hasn't been great recently. He'll be yeah. delighted to have Jesus back as well, although I don't know if it helps them, but at least he's back, so it's another option. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of an option, more of a yeah. fresh legs, as it were. Um, right, enough of those nonsense teams. Um, Man United, no. Southampton, no. Huh. Do we really need to say much? It's not been a great... Uh, the only thing I w- I'll, I'll say is, and I think that you... Uh, I think you agree with me, Annie, because uh, you have... Uh, Commenting on my Twitter oh, thing earlier today. Uh, am I missing something? Or surely, since when has flying your studs into an opponent's shin not being a red card? Yeah, but it's momentum, you know. Come on. <laughs> the amount of bitching and moaning and talk of conspiracy theories I've seen from United fans on Twitter about the Casemiro red cards and going, oh, his foot slipped over the ball. His fucking studs went into his shin. It's a fucking red card. No, it's... It's <laughs> it's, it's not even... A, it's it's actually quite scary that the ref gave him a yellow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the worry. That is a worry. That is a bad, big it's worry. Not, it's not even a worry anymore. The standard of officiating is horrendous. Oh, it's yeah. it's it's a t- we could be here all day talking about how yeah. bad referees are, but that is shambolic. And it's, one of, it's one of the clearest red cards you'll see. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And as much as I like Casemiro, by the way, because he is a very good player. Yeah. He he'd never been sent off in his career before he came to the Premier League. He's been ah, sent really? off twice in three games. Um, just just on um, red card offences though, like, I just want to um, 
give you to a little rant because you've annoyed me in the last podcast you did with Adam. Um, <laughs> between you, now I have no issue with anything that you had said, but you you've contradicted each other within a space of a minute when you're talking about. If you're telling me a tackle is only reckless, you cannot then ask for a red card. What? Yeah, I'm confused. A podcast you spoke about. I can't remember what the, the sender off was or what the foul was. But within two, within a sentence of each other, you had said the tackle was reckless and then it was dangerous at the same time. It can only be one or the other. It can't be reckless and dangerous. You know what we meant. No, no. I want if you're going to you're going to be on here. We are referee, and you want me to give you your decisions. If it's reckless, yellow. Dangerous, red. Can't be both. Right? Sort yourselves out, boys. You're just, you're just pissed because we called you out on your Man United shit. shit. <laughs> Listen, I wanted to be on the podcast for it. Like it's the only one I wanted to be on. <laughs> I'd have been there for that one. You to be fair, I did say I did say they'd lose against Liverpool. I did say that. If you, you go did. back. You did, yeah. But uh, you said they'd lose fucking all five of them and he lost like one of them. Well, seven no qualifies for all five. <laughs> you still get three points, Ali. And you still got beat by Bournemouth. That's all right. You sound like a Man United fan now because cause we lost the Bournemouth. It makes a seven no one all right. It's okay. <laughs> I'm fine. Give me third team. If, 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 if Everton <laughs> end up relegated at the end of the year and it's because of that three points... Klopp's going to get a statue. <laughs> the mentality of you, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Small club mentality we've got to be now. Like, we've got nothing else to go for. Oh, like celebrated you getting in it. Yeah. Come Wednesday, we're going to be out of the Champions League. So we're buggered. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> do you know what? It would not. If you turn that round, I'm never coming on this podcast ever again. That would, <laughs> that, that's me done with football. I, I am um, I am considerably wealthier if we turn it around. On <laughs> That's all I shall say. Um, right. We go on. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. West Ham won, Aston Villa won, Si. Um, Ollie Watkins scoring again. Yeah, six and seven now. And he, he should have been seven and seven because he, he missed a sitter against Crystal Palace last weekend. Um, yes, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean... It's I I don't think it's a bad point. Some some Villa fans, I think, the reaction on Twitter yesterday, like the fucking self entitlements of some football fans that they think their team should win every single game. <laughs> yes. unbelievable. Like, okay, West Ham are not having a good season, so you can you know you look at the table and on the face you think, oh, okay, yeah, we should go go win that. We're, we're mid-table Premier League club. If you're a mid-table team in the Premier League, I think a point away from home, more often than not, it's a decent point. We took the leads. Uh, the goal, uh, the cross from Alex Moreno, is brilliant, beautiful cross into the box, and Watkins took it really well. But then, annoyingly, so soon after we, we uh, gave away the penalty, I don't know if you've seen it, I think it's a laughable decision. I, I really don't think that's a penalty at all. I think... I... I mean, Paquetta throw just contacts does not automatically mean a foul. You're right. He, the right. contacts that Bailey makes does not force him to the ground. He feels a slight touch on his back and launches himself. It. I was annoyed with it myself. My my only thing I would say, right, is I agree pretty much with what you're saying. But had that been in the middle of the park and a free kick was given, you're not complaining about it. You'd be annoyed. You could yeah, think that's not a foul. But I'm not sure you would. But what I what I'm glad to see, right, and it seems to be happening more regularly, 
that the films that the fouls that referees would give outside the box, I feel yeah. more I feel more are being given. I feel it was very clumsy by Bailey. I, I feel he didn't even need the contact at all. Yeah, it's, um, it's naive, definitely. And but I, my answer to always always to what, and it goes towards my own players as well. Just don't give the referee a decision to make. Yeah. yeah. No, I I'd agree with that. But I mean, and, why you're annoyed? I hundred percent get why you could be annoyed. Yeah. So I'd and be annoyed with Bailey, if you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was just, it was, yeah. It's it's one of those that I I don't think it was a penalty, but if you it's what yeah, like you say, if you give give the player the option to go and the ref the option to give it, yeah, it can happen. But but you know, then after that. We had Watkins uh, miss a good chance to, to make it 2 1. It's a nice bit of play, but he, he should have scored. It's a good save, but he should have scored it. West Ham had a, a few chances. Well, I say West Ham had a few chances. Saeed Ben Rama exclusively had all their chances. <laughs> <laughs> he just, just determined to score that, lads. And then I don't know if you, if you saw the little uh, highlights of the match of the day that, that they did. I. I think we could have had a penalty with Declan Rice in on Brendia. If, if, if the, Bailey, the one against Bailey's been given, I definitely think that we should have had one. And, yeah, it's just... Yeah, it was, it, it was, it was disappointing to, you know, once you take the lead, throw it away. But, you know, that's, that's a game that, under the previous manager, we 100% would have lost probably quite convincingly. So... For me, as I said at the start, a point away from home in the Premier League, more often than not, I'm going to take it and, and, and move on. It's, it's another, it's three games unbeaten now. I think it sets us up, you know, it's ticking along quite nicely and there's it's quite a, a healthy gap in the table now. I mean, we, we are closer to Liverpool in six points-wise than we are to Crystal Palace, who are one place below us in the league. So I'm uh, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. And yes, yeah, going along quite nicely. I've um, I've obviously not listened to my um, favourite Villa podcast um, this week yet. Uh, how was Bundy in the game? So? Uh, he was all right. He was just his feisty little self, as, as he yeah. always is. Um, yeah, him and him and Danny Ings. Uh, every set piece, we're having a tussle. Oh, I say they're having a tussle. Brendia was throwing Danny Ings to the floor every set piece, and somehow <laughs> gets somehow getting, getting away with it. Um, but yeah, no, we we'll we had to rejig the team as well because Kamara uh, got injured after Decore tried to take his leg off, and then Callum Chambers' leg off in the game against Palace last weekend. But thankfully, uh, Kamara he might. He might be back for, for Bournemouth on the weekend, but if not, that definitely is national break. So we, we moved John McGinn a bit deeper, which I was is a shame to see because he, he operates much better playing further forward as he has been since Emery's come in, but you know, needs must with, with Kamara out. So yeah, I'm I'm happy with the point. Yeah, and I think it was probably a fair result in the end because West Ham did have a, a few decent chances as well. So yeah, just take it and move on. The, the, the point, Ratio that um, what's your manager's name again? Emery. 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 That's it. Um, has had you know I think he's is he not just under two points a game he's averaging one point eight something. One point it's around eight. that, yeah. Yeah, which is which is great for a a mid table in quotations here team. Um, you know he's still trying to get he's 
not his identity, because you can clearly see his identity, but, you know, just making it fully comfortable, like, fully adjusting every player to his his ways. I mean, he's still got, you know, brain farts in, in the team, and he'll make mm. changes. Uh, obviously, you signed a centre-half in the summer, Carlos. Something? Yes, Diego Carlos. Carlos. He, was, he was back on the bench. Uh, Excellent, yeah. So, I mean, that'll make a difference. You'd imagine you'll get some money in the summer. Oh, yeah, big, yeah. Um, so, before we played Arsenal the other week, it was on BT Sport, they did an interview with Christian Persler and, and right. he said that he he said that it'll be uh, a lot of movements this summer and be very busy. Yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be interesting to see. I, 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 I love Watkins. I love what he brings. I do think you need a reliable goal scorer. Is that, like, I mean, I know he scored more recently, but... Uh, yeah, I, well, he, a lot of he, he does, yeah. But the thing with him, and I, and I mean, I, and I've been, I've been critical of him in the past, and and at times I think with justification. But he, he's actually, I think now, he's, I think he's now plays 104 games for Villa, and he's scored, I think he's he's got 30, 35 or 36 goals and yeah. 10 assists. So like it's. For for where we are at the moment, you, you're not. I don't think you can do much better than that. But I think yeah, no, he. I I think he um, he he probably could do a bit more, and you know we we could we can obviously get better. But he but he's getting better at the moment. We're we're creating a lot more chances than we have been because 100%. we've got patterns of play in our team now. Yeah. Which is, yeah. But even like I mean Watkins, he didn't. I saw an interview on the website about a week or two ago, and he was saying just. Yes. Like with the conversations that he's had with with Emery, just little things like because Watkins is such a hard working player, so he's always you know trying to get deep and going out wide, and and just like Emery's been working on him a lot more on 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 holding his position more, so that when we are in the position to attack, he's not having to make up twenty yards to get to where he should be. He's already he's already there, and I think that's why he's getting more goals recently now because he's he's constantly in the right place all the time. Hundred percent. Yeah, he just needs to channel his energy, and I, I, as you say, he just he reminds me of like a, a less flair, like Firmino type thing. He's just yeah. hard work. He just like some of the balls that he had to endure under <laughs> from Mings and um, uh, Konza and, and such. Like he had no right to he, like when the ball lands on his head from fifty foot in the air, he's got no right to. <laughs> It's yeah, he's he's a. I think he's he's one of those strikers that that every manager w- would love to work with because he just gives you so much. Sean Dyche's dream, isn't he? he is, <laughs> yeah. Sean Dyche like dreams of him every single night. Carl, <laughs> uh, you've been quiet for five minutes. I'm a bit concerned for you. Uh, thoughts thoughts on this one? No, no, I was just uh, letting say I was. Five minutes in the sun for size. <laughs> yeah, the, the only thing I will say, I genuinely forgot that Bertrand Traore played for Villa. Ah, yeah. a certain podcast because uh, Captain Chaos. Totally forgot. Totally forgot he even existed. To be I honest. mean, he, he is. I mean, Anna, you're the. If when you listen to to this week's Villa podcast, they they they're honestly they they, they sum Bertrand Traore up perfectly. He's he's the most. Mental, magnificent, and infuriating yeah, yeah, to watch. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah to, to, on the game itself, um, draw probably the right result. Draw was not the result I wanted, Sai, obviously. I'm but sorry, you, you get you get another chance next week. 
Yeah, we'll make it up to you on Saturday. Just make sure you beat them. <laughs> but I'd, I've said this for a long time. I've said this for the past couple of months. I I love you, you and I, Emery. I, I really do. I really like him. I've liked him since forever, since he was at like Severe and stuff. Um, I think I think he's a really good manager, and I think you've got a good one there, to be honest. No, definitely. I mean, I, I was saying because we did. Uh, I did like well, I did a podcast yesterday afternoon, just after the game. We were saying like you, on the face of it, you can some people looking and go, "Oh, the mid-table is, is not great." Look at where we were when he came in under Gerrard's. Yeah, like this, we were, so we were like three points or four points off the bottom, and now that we've got an eight eight point gap between us and Palace below us, like the, the job Emery's done has been exceptional, I think. Yeah, yeah. I completely agree. It was a great signing. Um, I, I still get a stick from what he'd actually done at Arsenal when you actually realised it's much better than. It wasn't even that bad. It yeah. was much better. Than, and I and I didn't realise how good it was either. It was actually our our podcast that we were talking about, Sai, um, that highlighted the you know the stats. Yeah. He's done. So we'll see. Um, just just a, just a dead quick one. And I've got to say this because I hate the cunt. Um, Luca Dinia, is, is he just been now? I mean, it's fucking hilarious, like, but, you know. No, so, um, he's kind of, the, the with the left-backs, and, and to be fair, actually, with right, but with both full-backs, he, he kind of, he, he sort of, he's rotated them quite a lot because of the way I, I think we're playing. I think the full-backs, do an awful lot of, of getting yeah, up and down the pitch that, yeah. and I think it's, it's largely dependent on sort of the opponents we've got as well because Moreno is very very good going forward he's got great delivery on him but he he's like he's quite good in, and skillful in, in terms of beating a man as well whereas Dina is, is probably a bit better defensively than him so I, I think it's just like a rotation thing at the moment yeah I think Dina's shite yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has digressed I think personally. Um, yeah, I just up to the old rat anyway. Um, last game of the weekend, uh, Newcastle two, Wolves one. I feel this was like Newcastle's first win in ninety-five years. Um, it, it feels like it's been a while, but uh, Isaac with we, we a couple of goals. Um, according to this, Trippier got the assist in the first one and. Oh, no, I'm reading the wrong bit. Never mind. Ignore that completely. That will be cut out. Um, <laughs> Almiron with the second goal. I read Alexander Isak getting the second goal as his yellow card for not being on the pitch. And I was like, <laughs> I was like why is the assist not on pitch? <laughs> what a moment. Uh, but a, a nice 2-1 win for, for Newcastle, Carl. Um, yeah. And um, they get back on the form they were on. No, I did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what Sai said a few months ago, I think it sort of, it sort of came a crop, and now the the players are showing who they actually are now. Um, but this was a good win because, all due respect to Wolves, they have been all right recently, but more than all right that Lopetegui's got them playing, Annie. Um, good good result for us. Um, I, but if if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be truthful, I don't think Wolves are gonna get get dragged anywhere near it to be honest I know they are in it at the minute but I don't think they will be good win for Newcastle good confidence booster for Newcastle because they like you said they have been on a bit of a slide, a slide. So, 
I don't think they're out of the top four race, but I don't think they're even going to be close now, to be honest. Um, you know, I think who's going to get top four. So. And I did actually say Newcastle a couple of months ago, but they, uh, they proved me wrong there. But, but yeah, good win. I, I, I love Kieran Strip, yeah. I just wish he never played for them. <laughs> I tell you what, though, Newcastle got fucking lucky. That Nick that Pope, Pope didn't get Oh, sorry, yeah, I was just about to come on to that. Apparently, Wolves are going to complain to the Premier League for another another apology because apparently apologies give pens. I mean that. I, I mean, you look at it's shambolic, uh, isn't it? Honestly, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely I, I, I can't understand how the how the hell is that? The only thing I can think of is because so many people were going. Oh, what a shame Nick Pope's missing the final. Oh, let him play, let him play. They've just thought, oh, do you know what? He's, he's had a bit of a bad luck recently. Let, no, let's that, give him a break that, here. Because that was fucking that. dreadful. No, it was poor. And it, it was of his own making, both yeah. of them. Oh, but that Liverpool one was a fucking disgrace. But that was up there with it as well, because it, I don't know what he's doing. His, his brain just goes. I mean, I think... I, I think he, as a goalkeeper, in terms of just, you know, the pure art of goalkeeper, stopping the ball, carrying crosses, stuff like that, he's really, really good. Oh, yeah, but, he is. He's, he's, but, he's but, a good goalie. He's yeah, just, but, but you can see why. You, you can, well, I think you see why he he's behind Pickford for England. In that he, he can't, the ball at his feet, he just cannot cope with the ball at his feet and, and coming, coming oh, off, out, out from the six-yard box or anything. Apparently, apparently this has become apparent quite recently because the, when he when Newcastle used to get the ball he used to just you know move it on dead quick but now it obviously a manager or whoever's got onto it because the pressing straight away now and Pickford yeah. used to get that a lot as well Pickford maybe that's why Pickford's slightly better with his feet now because he's had to be because they used to press him every single time um, but I, I'm not taking any away from Pope because I like him yeah, but, no, I do as well. I think he's a but, really, really good goalkeeper. But yeah, it's silly mistakes like that, and they do get they get zoned in on when you're a keeper majorly. Um, but yeah, he's they've completely got away with one there. Like, but yeah. it was it, 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 it was probably deserved a win, or it, it would have been a completely different story if that would have been um, the decision would have been given. Like. Now, I take it there's only one penalty incident that you're talking about with Pope. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's a penalty. Oh, oh come off it. I, I am sitting here, like, because I'm trying to see if there's, like, a different angle, right? I, I, I think he's... He, he, he shoulder shards, he wipes him out. No, he... But, I'm going to send this clip to you, right? And, and I want you to watch it after this podcast and apologise to me. Jimenez literally tries to jump into him. No, I'm not. I that, promise so. you, I'm watching this clip. I've watched it about a hundred times. I'm going to try. Do you know what? Podcast or no podcast? I'll send you this link to the group. <laughs> right? And w- just watch it in slow motion right at the start. I, I agree. He's, he's, he's got lucky because it's sh- like he's went in like it should have been a penalty. I pro- Wait till you see this, boys. I'm telling you right now. Like him and his, like, it's like he tries to shoulder barge him and then just falls over. Watch the start of this video. Um, Apologies for anybody listening. Um, I I have, if you follow me on social media, Sky Sports have um, put a video a day ago, and I, so I have to. Do... That's a pen. 
every day of the week. What's the slow motion when the circle's round it? And, and slow motion, have you had to? No, that's a pen, sorry. No, nah, it's a penalty. It's a penalty. still a pen for me, sorry. Like, I, will, I will argue that. That is one of the, If that was given as a penalty, I would be fuming. No, I'd be fuming if I was a Wolves fan, Wolves player, Wolves manager. It's, 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 it's no, a penalty. It's, and Nick, Nick Pope knows full well what he's done there. He's, he's lost as soon as them hands come off, he's basically saying, oh, shit. Yes, exactly. I'm sorry. That, but, that, that is yeah. a stonewall as you get. I um I I just cannot see in any way how that's a penalty. I genuinely can't. I'm sitting watching here unless no, I just he just throw like he just throw jumps in literally him and his jump straight into him. As soon as no, he's, he's not. He's, tra- he's trying to move the ball. He's trying to no. move it away from him. No, it's okay. just, like the minute he touches that ball, him and his like I'm getting a penalty here. Hundred percent. Because Pope hits him. Because <laughs> Pope goes, you're going down, <laughs> mate. That is. That is more of a dive than Rashford's in the United game. Oh, shut up. <laughs> uh, that, is, uh, that is abysmal. I can't believe the two of you, credible football fans, would say that. The only way I would expect you to say that, Carl, that was against Liverpool. Mm, no, it's not. Honestly, that is... Oh, that's terrible. Anyway. Yeah. Let's let's get on to the, uh, the relegation battle, then. Yes. Right, so, looking at the table, boys, right? Let's... Um, so we've got Southampton bottom on 22. Yeah. Sorry, cough button there. Yeah, Southampton bottom on 22. Leeds on 23. Bournemouth on 24. West Ham on 24. Leicester on 24. Uh, Everton on 25. Forest on 26. And let's just throw them in for fun. And Wolves and Palace both on 27. I, I, I don't think he's sorry to make Palace in it. Right in it. I think Palace, whilst being crap, will get enough points, single points, singular, to not have three teams overtake them, if that makes sense. Do you know what? I'd, I I would agree to it a few months ago. Yeah. But I, I just think they're the dropping fast. And they, they haven't had a shot on target for three games. You don't, you don't need a shot on target to get an no drop. No, I, 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 I understand what you're <laughs> I saying. Know, I, do, I do understand what you're saying, but their confidence will be rock bottom. See, had they been in Leicester's position, right? I know it's only three points, right? But And you're only asking three teams to, two teams to overtake them. But right now, you need Southampton, Leeds, Bournemouth, West Ham, Leicester, Everton, Forest all to overtake them in points. They don't need to... Palace don't need to be good. They could still finish 17th by only taking six points from 12, 12 games. Yeah. Here's a question. How many points do you reckon is needed to survive? 30. <sighs> How many? 30. We only need five points to stay up. I, I think if you're 30 or below, there's a good chance you're in the bottom. I think 31... Survives. So for what are you twenty five? Yeah, I, I can what? see. I can see why you're saying that because because there's so many teams yes. all that close together. They're oh, not all going to fucking pick up points, are they? No, that's it. And they're all going to draw each other or that's yeah, the, they take stuff off each other, aren't they? Not eating each other either. You know, they're not going all out. I, I could see like a team like let's see Leicester, right? Because we know they've got decent players. You could see Leicester sitting on 40 points in the next 10 games. Yeah, exactly that. Right? But 
I also can see Southampton being on 24 points in 10 games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that as well. So if you look at, like, you've got again, what eight teams? One, two, yeah, eight, nine teams, eight teams needed. Yeah. Thirty. So I, for me personally, right? I reckon I'd be very surprised if anybody in the bottom three has got more than thirty. Above thirty-five, I think you're you're comfortable. Yeah. It used to be 40, right? But the standard is the standard at the bottom's got so much worse. Oh, yeah, it has. Also, the standard at the top's got better, as in you're getting higher points. I don't know. I think I think you need more than I think I said a few weeks ago, 36, maybe a bit. I'd probably go a bit lower now. So 33, 33, 34, 34. and I think you're, you're laughing then. So out, out of the three, like obviously Bournemouth, it's a bad example because we're using Bournemouth after they just beat Liverpool, right? But <laughs> let's just say your regular Bournemouth, right, who'd been on the form they were on previous to that. Right, so them, Leeds and Southampton are all on 26 games. Can you honestly see all three of those teams being clear of 30 points by the end of the season? Mm, no. They've all got a game in hand on us though. Yeah, that's true. But again, are they all going to win it? Well, no. this is yeah. I, I think down the bottom of the table, I think points on the board are much better than games. Oh yeah, I, t- I totally agree with that. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And plus, goal difference. Now that's where because yours is is worse than uh, some of those teams. Mind you, not not that much worse. Not as bad. Yeah, not as bad. no, it's not as bad. Yeah. We've um, th- th- I think like because some of the games in hand that I've looked at, because there's games on just two games on Wednesday. And Palace have got their game in hand, and that's a way to Brighton. Yeah. I think, I'm going to call this now, if Brighton give them a hiding, I think they might pull pull the trigger, you know. On Vieira? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I think if they get pasted, I think they'd be like, hang on a sec. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just... He, he, this because I mean the point that Ali was sort of making. There's so many teams between them and 18th. That's the well, thing, the, isn't the, it? A Palace gonna look at this and go, oh, this is successful. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I mean, for me, as I think I said in the group, I, I think you you can make a pretty compelling case for any three of those nine teams to go. Even Wolves, I know they've got obviously a good manager there, but the goal, the guy. Uh, is it Huang? He scored the goal yeah. for them. Yeah. yeah, that that was the first goal in a calendar, in in a whole year that a Wolves striker has scored. Wow. They like they they've got a real problem with goal scoring, which so we. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so, yeah. But, but this, but, so this is my point, though. I think you can make you can make a strong case for any of those teams to, to go down. Like there's the, the, there are real flaws in all of them, which. You know, makes it makes it really difficult to predict because you kind of you look at West Ham. As I mean, we've said this so many times this season. Like you kind of you look at the squad of players and some of the players in there, and you're thinking like, there's some good players in there, but something I don't. And I I still I say this every week. I don't know what it is, but something is just not right at that club and going wrong. They they should not be sitting outside the relegation zone on goal difference. I, I, with the players that they've got there. Right, boys, we're going to have a wee prediction because we're so good at them in this show. <laughs> uh, God, I'm, do you know when we do the prediction for the, the, the league, 
I'm I'm like on holiday or something because mine is shambolic. <laughs> um, I'm going to put these predictions right below these. That's the page I've landed on in the book. Right, boys. So out of the teams we mentioned, um, up to Palace, right? Yeah, yeah. I want I want your bottom four and how many points they finish on. Jesus. Almost getting a redemption from your um, tables, right? Let's go to you, side. So, who's going to finish bottom for you? Southampton. On how many points? Uh, 27. Right. Uh, Carl? Yeah, I'll go with Southampton. And how many points for you? I think they'll get more than that. I think it'll be 29. Um, and I'm going to stick with... Actually, sorry, Ross. I'm going to lead. Oof. Um, and I think they will finish on 26. One more win? Wow. No, no, three more draws. Three more draws, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, right, Carl, I'll come to you. Who's finishing second bottom? God, I am going to go with Leeds. Thirty. Just one point. Uh, Ty. Bournemouth on twenty-nine. Hmm, not a bad show. Right, I'm going to Southampton. We're 28. Right. Shy. On bottom. Last team to go down, Leeds on 30. So you're buying into my 30 points. 31 points gets you safe. See? Carl. Right, I've told every every Everton fan that will listen that we still probably could go down this year. But I'm going to say Bournemouth on 31. So we got we all got the same three. Yeah. Yeah, because I've gone Bournemouth as well. Um, what have you gone? 33. 31. 31. No, no 32. 32. Well, I've gone 30. 30 for Bournemouth. Um, and then. For me, it's Leicester uh, to survive with 31 points on the last game of the season. Uh, Carol, who's surviving? Everton. Everton. On how many? How many did I say Bournemouth? 32. Uh, uh, we will get 34. And then for you, Sai? Uh, Forest on 32. Wow. 32. Right, that will be an interesting one. So we'll see how these go. They could be over by next week. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how those points end up. Um, Right, boys, that brings us to the end of this week's show. Uh, Carl, if you can let everybody know where to find you and anything you're working on. Yeah, cheers, mate. Uh, Still at Dictionary Dean on Twitter. I'm still working through me A to Z. I am up to letter T. And Mr. Uh, Reagan, yourself. 
Yeah, so on Twitter, it's at Sire Regan. And for Villa fans, the Holtcast podcast and the website 7500toholt.com. And you can find us at Man in the Post on all your social media platforms. Uh, Chris and the gang will be back with the preview show, extra time, whatever the technical term for it, um, next week. Um, and we will be back next weekend, Sunday slash Monday, depending on who's available. Um, thank you very much, gentlemen, for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you at home for listening. And always remember, keep your man in the post. <laughs>